What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the other side of the Firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shan Times. What's up? What's up? What's going on? So welcome to another episode. Uh, definitely continue to tune in throughout the week. So this is Tuesday's episode. If you missed Mondays, please go back where we talk about how the Hive ransomware uh, gang or syndicate or whatever you want to call it, the cabal, <laughs> was uh, disrupted by 13 uh, uh, countries and how they uh, had their infrastructure seized and their uh, decryption keys given out to those who were impacted. So definitely a good article or a good topic uh, based upon an article for you to tune into. And then Wednesday, uh, which will be the next episode, we'll talk about how Howard University was selected by the United States Air Force to help uh, with the um, uh, autonomy technology for military systems. So, and how that will um, be funded and for how long. So definitely tune in for that. And then Friday, we talk about everything else, uh, non-cybersecurity, related necessarily. So without further ado, I'll give you to Shannon. All right, everybody. So this article is actually from securityweek.com. It's by Edward Kovacs. Um, and it's called Dozens of Cybersecurity Companies Announced Layoffs in Past Year, right? So um, one of the most recent amount, um, announcements was made by a company called so- Sophos. I guess is how you say it, S-O-P-H-O-S. Um, and they're laying off, it was roughly, what, 450 people have reportedly lost their jobs as the company. Um, so here's the thing. So in this article, they list other companies, right? Like Sophos was just the most recent one, but you got Jumio, Lacework, OneTrust, IronNet, um, Aqua Security, uh, just to name a few, right? And so for each one of these, I, I went and took a look, right? So it was, this was what was kind of weird to me. So they're laying off, uh, let me, I consider it a significant part of the work workforce if it's in double digits right so you're looking at 20 percent, 17 percent, 10 percent um but what was weird to me was when i go and look at these releases right um in the articles it talks about how these companies just recently raised money right so these companies went out there raised money saying hey we, we performed this service this that and the third blah 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 people start investing start to invest in them and then all of a sudden they're laying off the workforce and i'm like well what's going on here right like we know we need cybersecurity, right? Like th- this is something that is absolutely needed in the world today, right? And in one of them, I read that uh, they were talking about, you know, the, the ease up of COVID and, and the working from home, you know, makes it to where uh, it's not necessarily required as much. And that's where I disagree, right? So it's not like just because people aren't working from home, like the services for these cybersecurity companies aren't really needed, right? So I, I just think we're going the wrong way with this is to think that, I think this is a short-term solution for something that's going to be a long-term problem, right? People are not going to stop uh, going after companies and individuals even, right? But these companies may be helping. And this is, this is kind of terrible to me. Um, and I've seen this before and I was reading an article recently um, where there was a guy who, who did not, uh, it was, was it Nintendo? Was yes. Yeah. Nintendo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did not lay off, you know, uh, workers when they started to have some financial problems. Right. And it kind of worked. It all kind of worked itself out in the end. Right. He was like, hey, this is a short term solution. And it's kind of like how it is with this. Right. Like bear through it. I know people want to have, you know, they want to pay out the dividends to the stockholders and this, that and the third. But it's like it's going to cost you even more when that public trust is lost because you've lost 20% of your workforce. And now you can't complete the job that you say you do. Then you end up going bankrupt. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't understand why 
why this is the way they go. And it's, it's, it's okay. We got to let the jobs go. I realize people are expensive, right? You got the different insurances. You got to pay them when it comes to it and cybersecurity, like they demand a salary. That's kind of, it's kind of large, right? May not be, you know, a a quick little 30,000, like you could pay somebody working in fast food or whatever, but this is just something they should not be doing. They, They couldn't, they shouldn't be doing this because, it's one of those things where we've we've talked about this in the past as well. Like when it comes to cybersecurity, like there are so many jobs out there um, that are needed, right? That need to be filled. But then you see stuff like this and you're like, well, wait a minute, what's the truth, right? So ISC squared, right? So the people that do CISP and other certifications, they actually had a study conducted, right? Um, and what they said, um, let's see, let me, let me find the the quote here. So da, 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 da. according to the study conducted by the nonprofit ISC squared, the global cybersecurity workforce is at an all time high, right? With an estimated 4.7 million professionals. However, the study found an additional 3.4 million cybersecurity workers are needed. Well, if that's the case, why are all these people getting laid off, right? They're saying 70% of the 11,000 cybersecurity pre- professionals who took part in a survey conducted by the nonprofit saying their organization does not have enough cybersecurity employees. So they think there's 3.4 million jobs out there. 70% of the people that are already in, you know, the, these uh, these positions are saying they need more help. What is going on here, right? Like, is this just so a CEO can have a larger, you know, golden parachute? Like, what's going on here? This is going to hurt in the, in the long run. And just, just, it's sad news to see. You know, this is very sad, but what's your thoughts on it, Ryan? Yeah, I think it's just, it's poor timing, right? Um, because there are a lot of people, like, so the, the whole surge was for the past two years, like we need people in the pipeline, we have to fulfill these uh, these slots, we need these things. Uh, and yes, it, it is very expensive. Um, uh, and then asking for the for the world, right? They want entry-level people to have these high-level certs, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and now because of the, the uh, not even the recession, but the, the panic of a recession, they're starting to uh, tighten the purse strings. So uh, I can see, I am seeing a lot of like um, one week they're hiring, one week they're not. So they're doing hiring freezes. But I was surprised to see that they're letting uh, such a large percentage of people go. Um, because at the end of the day, right? Like it's it's uh, it's high risk, high reward. So they're, they're, they're doing the question of numbers. They're like, hey, chance of us getting hit, slim to none. They try to factor in pride. What my assumption, I've never been a, a CEO or a COO, but my thought would be like, they're sitting there taking calculated risks. Like, okay, if we let these people go, uh, what's the chance of us actually getting hit with a cyber attack and how much will that cost us in the long run? Um, and you have to hope that your projections are going to be near correct or as correct as possible, right? Like you have to make sure you're in the black at the end of the day. Um, I, I, not to be a fear monger, but someone is going to get very, they're going to get their, their, their numbers very wrong and they're going to go under or they're going to suffer such a, a bad breach that they will lose, like you said, public trust, the shareholders who uh, I own stock, right? Like, so I, I get it like, okay, yeah, I, I would love to see uh, greater dividends and all that good stuff, but I don't want to um, uh, tank at the end of the day, right? Like if your your stock plummets because you're part of a massive, like this has never been done before breach, uh, you're probably gonna be uninsurable at that point. You're not gonna be able to retain people. No one's gonna wanna come into a burning building necessarily, necessarily, at least not for the right price point you're looking for. That money you're trying to save will go out the window. Like it's gonna, it's not going to be good. Um, so hopefully it will remain at dozens and not become tens of dozens or hundreds or thousands or things of that nature. Because uh, like we talked about the social media platform, um, uh, I forget its name, but it was one of the, the Twitter likes just dumped this whole team. Just like, nah, we don't need that. 
um, okay, like, so what happens when your members uh, PI gets out there or photos or, or not tweets, but whatever you call your, your messages uh, are leaked and then you, you, you tank, right? So that public trust is very important. Uh, not, uh, not just because you want to make sure your customer is satisfied, but your bottom line will be disrupted and you will go uh, the way of a dodo uh, in that case. So uh, was it, was it getter? <laughs> Was it I think getter? it was it was a getter. I, they, it's getter and rumble and a, a bunch of other uh, off off. It's like off Broadway and off off Broadway. Like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> off Twitter and off off Twitter. Um, they, they're just gambling out here, and I, I get it. Like I, I can I can see it from a perspective. Like okay, we have not been breached, so what's the chances of it happening? You know, what's the chance of lightning striking? Uh, very high especially now that we talk about, uh, there has to be a pendulum, right? Like there has to be an ebb and flow to it. So we're, we're down 41% of people paying, that's great. Cyber attacks are up though, uh, because now they're trying to get that money back. Uh, we talked about yesterday, uh, ransomware gangs are being disrupted. Those portals are coming down, those keys are being dis uh, distributed to the victims. Uh, now they're hungry. So <laughs> what's the chance of them attacking you, with your fresh meat? <laughs> like, we need to get that money back. And, and, and I just don't get it, right? So like you have these companies that say, we don't need to have these people on staff. We're just going to hire out third party. Well, these are the third parties, you know what I mean? That are laying people off. Right. So, and and it, that's another reason it doesn't make sense to me, right? So you have more people going to you because they don't want to maintain the staff themselves. They're just like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to let you guys do that for me. And then when yeah. you guys are doing it, like, where are these dominoes going to stop? Right. It's like, plop, 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 plop. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm, I am being biased, right? Because it is, uh, the, the market is not going in my favor. So it's pushing more people out. So it's more people to compete against. Uh, and these positions that they said were millions uh, of vacancies may be uh, more like hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands, right? Like as they continue to shrink. So like, yes, you should, probably should have be fully staffed and have all these people. But if you're getting away with it, uh, the chances of you actually uh, manning 100% get slimmer and slimmer so it's sort of like what they're doing in the military right you'll never be 100 manned like we just try to get you to a certain threshold so the mission doesn't fail um but the military has infinite money you don't so <laughs> i don't think it's a good idea for you to to go too close to the bone um because it, it could not work out in your favor uh and then what do you what what do you have what argument do you have to say oh well um we were doing the best we could. Well, were you doing the best you could? Like how much money did you save versus how much money did you lose? Yada, yada, yada. So again, I've never been in that position. I've never been in the C-suite, but uh, it feels as though it's a, a big risk at this time, uh, as opposed to like a, a time in the future where we have this ransomware stuff um, way more under control. Like it's still the wild, wild west out there, in my personal opinion. So, but... Uh, I think it's pretty good, pretty good wrap up for this article. So definitely continue to tune in. Like I said, Monday, Tuesday, our topics, Wednesday's discussion. So tomorrow we'll talk about the Air Force and their investment in Howard University. Uh, and then Friday, everything else. So if you want to listen to us ramble about movies, books, games, things Shannon doesn't like in media, we'll definitely talk about that. That's going to be a good topic because uh, Shannon is uh, counterculture right now for a show that I, I really do like. So definitely tune in for Friday's episode. Uh, hit us up at all of our social medias. They go by our name. Hit me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. Stay safe. Stay secure.